Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Uh, Elaine Bennett, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. These are the most lovely, harmless little creatures that turn up in gardens and greens and fields from time to time. Do we know how many of them are in Ireland? Or is that what you're trying to find out? Well, that's it. That's what I'm trying to find out. We don't really have um, a lot of information on hedgehogs in Ireland. We we just assume that they're very common and that they're spread throughout the country. We know that much, but we don't really have any idea of the numbers. And we know that in you know in Britain and in other countries in the continent that the the numbers have been in fairly steep decline over the last couple of decades. Mm. So uh, that's why we want to to know now what our numbers are like in Ireland so that we can monitor them going forward. Now they only have one predator in nature, if I remember rightly, that's the badger. But still, yeah. their numbers are on the decline. Why would that be? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, in Ireland, the only, the only thing that could really take a full-grown, healthy um, hedgehog would be a badger. But um, obviously, other things will quite uh, will will kill hedgehogs, particularly, um, you know, traffic and yeah. um, things like uh, pesticides and stuff that people are using in their gardens, slug pellets and things like that. But the the main reason that hedgehog numbers are in decline is just the loss of habitat and, and breaking up of their, their their habitat areas. So hedgehogs live in hedges, as the name suggests. That's, you know, they really need hedges to, mm. to live in. And, um, you know, they need, um, that provides shelter and food for them. So um, quite a, particularly in, in the kind of the countryside, a lot of hedges are being removed, fields are being made bigger and stuff. And there's less kind of mixtures of bushes and, yeah. and trees and hedges and stuff. So there isn't as much areas for them to feed as there would be before. What I've remarked since I mentioned it this morning early is the number of people who are saying, oh yeah, we've got a little fella comes into the garden. Yeah, so one of the things that has, um, you know, uh, turned up in studies, particularly in, in um, England and places in the last few years, is that um, urban hedgehogs or hedgehogs that are living in around kind of towns or villages and stuff, their numbers aren't dropping as quickly as those out in the countryside. And that's because gardens actually provide quite a good habitat for hedgehogs. So, um, you know, if you have people who have got plenty of bushes and flower beds and vegetable gardens and things like that, and mm. a lot of people as well then are feeding hedgehogs too. So, you you know, or they'll come and they'll pinch the cat's food or the dog's food. Yeah. So um, the numbers aren't doing as bad, actually, in around kind of gardens and stuff. And lots of people have hedgehogs resident in their gardens for, for years or they come back every year. Do they eat snails? They do, yeah, they do. They eat slugs and snails. Yeah. They um, they prefer things like um, beetles and caterpillars and earwigs yeah. and, and stuff, crunchier things. But they the, 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 the reason I ask, Elaine, is because we, we have had a, a, a little visitor over the years mm-hmm. into this between my house and the house next door this it's just quite an established bush rather than a hedge do you know what I mean yeah. like that. and a few years ago we found this little fella who used to yeah. sit in there and and one night there was a hole in the fence he came out and of course the dogs nearly lost their reason but it didn't bother him he just rolled up into a ball but yeah. we noticed that sometimes in the summertime if he's around there's not that many snails 
or not that many slugs. So he must be coming out for a feed when everyone's in bed. Is that what they do? That's exactly what they do, yeah. They come out after dark, so they really are nocturnal animals. They come out at night time and they, 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 you'll hear them kind of snuffling around the garden. They're very good. Their sense of smell for detecting food. And um, yeah, they will pick up anything they can. So uh, slugs and snails are, are good because they're on top of the ground, so they're easy to pick up. Other things, sometimes they'll dig as well for stuff, you know, little grubs and bugs that will be, that will be buried in the, in the top of the soil. So, um, yeah, certainly. So they've always been considered to be a friend of the gardeners because they will eat, eat slugs and snails as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. I've often wondered at my res- the response of my dogs to them. They're bemused rather than anything. They sit there looking at this yoke, wondering what exactly do I do with it? <laughs> yeah, we. I, I get a lot of calls, all right, from people saying that the hedgehog in my garden is driving my dog mad, you know. So they, you know... Um, the cat a lot by of, the, way, the cat hides. My cats won't go near it. Yeah. The dogs go and, over for a sniff and then move back again. Do you know? <laughs> That's it. And sometimes then the cats are the ones that are curious and the cats are minding it and, and just looking at it and the dogs are trying to pick it up and, and shake it and stuff like that. So as long as the dogs aren't um, aren't trying to pick it up or they you know they aren't trying to bite it and stuff, that's okay. Yeah, um, they so come off worse if they do anyway. So well, yeah, the dogs can can end up getting um, getting prickled in their mouth, but also the hedgehogs can sometimes end up getting hurt but right. by the dogs, you know, as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, they're not. They don't seem to have an aggressive bone in their little body, do they? They just curl up in a ball. Yeah, I mean, it's a very good defence. Their spines are really, really sharp. I don't know if you ever tried to pick yes, one I did. up. They are very sharp. You know, so they're very, they're, and their muscles are very strong. If you have they, to move one, you need a set of gardening gloves. You absolutely do. Yeah, they're welding gloves, even if you can get hold of them. They're very sharp. But they, like, and they can, the muscles are very strong. They can roll up in a ball and stay very rolled up tight and they can do it for hours you know the muscles are, are very um, are very good they don't get tired that easily so it's a good defence mechanism so when anything threatens them or, or they feel unsafe they'll just do that roll up into a ball and that works for most kind of predators definitely yeah. obviously it doesn't work for cars and, and stuff no, like doesn't, that unfortunately it doesn't yeah. yeah now just before we talk about the survey and how it works um, someone's been calling us this morning about a hedgehog home that you can buy and put it in the corner of the garden and put leaves in it and they'll go into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this is like, hedgehogs seem to be just, uh, everybody's into them these days. Everybody's looking for little things they can do in their garden. So you can certainly, you can make or you can buy a little um, a little hedgehog kind of a nest box. Um, there's a, there's a, a website, it's called Hedgehog Street. If you just Google Hedgehog Street, it's an English website. But they have great pictures and designs there if you want to make your own one. So it should be basically like um, a fairly sturdy kind of a waterproof box. It can even be a, a, a plastic storage tub or something with a little doorway cut out. Ideally, you'd want to have um, a little tunnel way or some entrance like that into it. So things like cats and stuff won't really go into it, but the, the hedgehogs will. And that helps keep them dry and cosy. And um, yeah, and a lot time they'll even gather up their own leaves and stuff like that and, and roll them up into a ball. So Brilliant. So, the survey, how do people take part in it? Okay, well, there's a, the survey is, is going on this summer and it'll be going on next summer as well, so if people can take part this summer, don't worry about it. So there's a few different ways that people can help out. So the easiest way is if people see a hedgehog that they can, um, they can just log their sighting on the Biodiversity Ireland website. So that's just biodiversityireland.ie and you know, just there's a, a special page there just for the hedgehog survey, and you can let us know where you saw it, how many you saw, were they dead or alive, or, or you know, and you can you can upload a picture as well. So that would be great if people can do that. And then the um, 
the other way that people can take part is that uh, you can do a survey. So you can do a small survey just in your own garden or you can do a bigger survey in your local area. So that would be about uh, a kilometre square. So you would do that using um, footprint tunnels. So uh, because hedgehogs are kind of scarce and they're only out at night, they're hard to they're hard to um, to go and survey. So what you do is we put out these little little um, plastic tunnels with a couple of sheets of paper and some um, paint and some cat food in them. So when the hedgehogs go into them to get the cat food, they get paint on their feet and then they walk back out over the paper. So we can tell then if there's hedgehogs in the area or not. So it's um it's a nice uh, it's a nice kind of a project. I have about 180 people I think signed up to do that at the moment. But if anybody else is interested, if you go to the um the project websites, which is irishhedgehogsurvey.com, if anybody's interested, go on there and you'll get uh, the contact information, a bit more information about the surveys, and okay. uh, and I can uh, get in touch with me then, and I can get you set up. Great. When will they go off to sleep then for the winter? Um, it, it depends a lot on, particularly on the weather, on the temperatures. When food starts becoming scarce and the temperatures start dropping, they will go into hibernation. So it's usually around the end of October into November that they start going into hibernation. But if we have mild spells during the winter, sometimes they will even wake up and come out and look for a bit of food mm. or a drink of water and go back again. I have to say, I, I love that idea that when it starts getting too cold, just go off, off to sleep and get up again in March. I love that idea. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Elaine, yeah. good, good to speak with you. They're, they're just lovely little creatures. By the way, is it true that they're riddled with fleas? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're hopping with fleas, but the thing is that they're, um, it's a hedgehog flea, so it's, they're specific to hedgehogs, so don't worry. I know it, it can be kind of freaky to see the fleas hopping off them, but they won't, um, the fleas won't go and live on you or on your dogs or cats or anything. Okay, like that. and do they carry any other diseases we should be aware of? Um, I think, um, well, I suppose they're probably more harmful to the hedgehogs really than people. They, they do suffer badly from lungworm and sometimes they get that from eating snails and slugs, unfortunately. Um, and ringworm is another thing that they can get sometimes. So I would always say to people just look at them and enjoy them from a, you know, you know, don't be trying to make a pet out of them. And can I just, um, Can I just say one thing, um, CJ? Uh, Cork Nature Network are, um, hosting, I'm going to be giving a talk with them. Tomorrow, tomorrow's Thursday, isn't it? Tomorrow yeah. evening, I'm going to be uh, doing an online talk with Cork Nature Network. So I think you can find them online and on Facebook and stuff, and you can get the details if anybody is interested. Great. It'll be just a general talk about hedgehogs and about uh, the survey and stuff as okay. well. well. We'll we'll mention that again. Thanks very much, Elaine Bennett. Irish Hedgehog Survey dot com is where you can find out more. They're just cute little fellas, and that's good to know. Their fleas are hedgehog fleas. They're not going to go to the cat. They're not going to get into the dog, and most importantly, they're not going to come in and get into the bed with you, which is a good thing to know, because they are hopping with him. I discovered this one night with our little fella, and I went out, it's a couple of years ago now, with a torch, and shone it in to the ditch, just so I could get a look at him. <laughs> and he was alive with fleas. But, they're his fleas. Corks 96 FM. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 